Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Decal Download Podcast, your source for the latest news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. As always, here with Commissioner Amy Jacobs, I'm Rich Griffin. We appreciate you joining us this week. You can always find us at decal.ga.gov or on social media. Look for us on Facebook, Instagram, X, formerly Twitter, and YouTube. You'll find us all over social media. We would love to interact with you. So subscribe and follow, please. Well, some big changes in store for Georgia's CAPS program beginning November 15th. The program that assists low-income families with the cost of child care will now administer the provider management function of the CAPS program. That's work previously performed by our contractor called Maximus. Commissioner, as you know, we're making these changes to provide more streamlined services and to increase service levels for the child care providers who support CAPS parents and children. Right. And, uh, you know, we have had uh, CAPS has been part of the Cal since 2012 and then 2017. And this was really the next big, big step for us in um, having provider management under uh, the complete control of decal because customer service is one of our big priorities. And I know it'll be a great change for providers as they work with our decal staff. So you can kind of picture any business that would outsource certain things. We were doing that when we got CAPS in 2012, and it was always kind of the goal to bring it all under the umbrella of decal. So we're just sort of living up to that expectation, I guess, right? Yes. Uh, you know, it's a, it, I would call it a heavy lift. I'm sure Alicia and Kay might call it something different, but um, <laughs> it's it's important and it, there's a good reason for us doing it. It's been a lot of work for the CAPS team for sure, but I know once it's up and running and we get all the kinks worked out, providers are going to see a huge difference in levels of customer service from our decal team. Probably something we planned all along. We did not expect <laughs> a three-year pandemic to come no. along in the middle of all this mm, and move so everybody home. <laughs> so that happened. We survived that to live and fight another day. Uh, so here we are with uh, changes happening uh, starting November 15th in the CAPS program. And here to talk about it is Kay Mayfield, CAPS Provider Relations Director. And Alicia Golden is CAPS Provider Relations Quality Assurance and Payment manager. Ladies, welcome to the podcast this week. Thank you. Good to be here. Well, Kay, we learned more about your career with Decal in our last podcast and how you've worked at Decal for over 26 years. I won't dwell on that, but I do think it's amazing uh, and quite a testimony both to you and to Decal. 26 years is great. So congrats again on that. Uh, today, we have one of your provider relations managers, Alicia Golden. So Alicia, we'll put you through the task of explaining how long have you been with decal? What were you doing before? Uh, all of that. Absolutely. Thanks, Range. Um, so for me, my career started with the state of Georgia over 18 years ago mm-hmm. at the Department of Human Services. And I've now been with decal for almost 11 years. Um, during that time, I've served in various positions of my career. Some of those include a program consultant, a policy specialist, a region financial manager, a manager of a local legal office, a compliance administrator, and the um, audits and compliance manager. Then in January 2023, I joined CAPS. But one thing that has stayed consistent throughout my career is my primary focus to serve the children and families in the state of Georgia. And Alicia, I think I'm right. Uh, you're a great example of a decal employee that does not live in Atlanta. Where Where do you live? <laughs> 
That's correct. I live in South Georgia. I live in Tifton currently, kind of close to Valdosta, right off of 75. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to remember because um, I think you joined about the same time that I did, but I, I recall talking to a group of new employees and we were going around the room and I think it was you that said something like, I said, oh, and you're from Atlanta. And you said, oh, no, I wouldn't have taken this job if, <laughs> if, I, if I had to live in Atlanta. And I remember as a native of Atlanta, I thought to myself, well, that's kind of rude. But then by the same token, I thought about the traffic and everything involved. And Tifton is a beautiful area and a very quiet area compared to Atlanta. But yet you're able to work for DECAL, very active role, and uh, just come up here when you need to come for meetings and things like that. Absolutely. Um, I get the best of both worlds. I don't have the Atlanta traffic, but on occasion I do get to come up and visit and get out of my office. So that's great. Yeah, that's great. Well, good to have you with us. Thank you. Well, before we get into uh, the meat of the questions about this big provider management change, let's get a little perspective on CAPS and the CAPS program. So how many providers are served by the CAPS program and how many children are served by the CAPS program? We have about 2,900 active CAPS providers and over 70,000 active children participating in CAPS. Wow. And several of those, I guess, uh, are on the rolls thanks to the funding from COVID and all of the changes that we've made over the past three years to sort of bring in more children. Is that right? That's right. About okay. 10,000. Wow. I would say. Yeah. So 70,000 children. That's amazing. So, Kate, why are we making the change from a vendor to DECAL providing these services? Yeah. So there were several reasons why DECAL decided to bring the provider management and payment functions in-house instead of using a vendor. First, we thought we could better coordinate the services between the various DECAL programs, which our pro providers participate in, and we could also streamline the enrollment and change of ownership process because we could more easily integrate with the systems used by child care services and the quality rated team. And then because our staff our decal, we can leverage their institutional knowledge to provide better customer support and provider training. And finally, while our vendor has done an excellent job over the years, there were some things they just weren't able to do as a third party. So bringing those functions in-house will allow us to create efficiencies in our processes for the provider. And that is our vision to optimize the provider experience. Mm-hmm. In our last podcast, uh, you told us about the units within the Provider Relations Division, enrollment services, provider support, education and outreach, and quality assurance and payments. We know accurate payments are very important to providers, obviously. Alicia, can you tell us more about the team that you will manage and how providers might interact with your team? Yes. Yeah, so our team consists of nine consultants and one coordinator, and of course, myself as the manager. Um, they will assist providers with payment requests, adjustments, scholarship corrections, and a new quality assurance feature to assist providers with accurate billing and payments. We know that providers want accurate payments, and we never want providers to have to pay money back. So our quality assurance process is, is meant to prevent that from happening. The goal of our team is to quickly resolve any payment concerns for the provider. Well, Alicia, we understand that a big part of this change is a brand new system. Uh, 
Georgia Child Care and Administrative Payment Systems, which we will call Georgia CAPS for short because we like a good acronym, and it'll be used by providers to submit invoices for payment. What new or improved features should providers expect to see in Georgia CAPS? I'm glad you asked me that question. We have some really exciting features for providers. One of those is going to be digitizing the attendance and payment request. Currently, providers have to submit a payment request by paper or email. And in Georgia CAPS, they'll be able to submit the request in the system and will be able to see real-time status without the need to call and follow up on their request. So we all know how paper and email goes. So the ability to not only have this digitized, but for them to be able to see it within the system um, for the provider is going to be a great benefit for them. Um, Then we also have changed the attendance process for them to be able to enter their attendance in the system. Providers can now enter attendance daily for the current service week, and they don't have to wait until the end of the week. There is also a new checkbox feature that will auto-populate the attendance Monday through Friday if there was a child that attended every day that week. Providers can also submit their weekly attendance beginning on Friday of the current week instead of having to wait until Sunday or on Monday the following week. And of course, as I previously mentioned, there's a new quality assurance feature that's going to assist the providers with accurate billing. But overall, we are really excited about the Georgia CAP system and the visibility and assurance it will provide the providers. All of their requests, applications, documents, provider rates, and payments will now be accessible for the providers and they will be able to see all the status of those items. Those are really important changes. I think providers will definitely uh, recognize and appreciate those once once they get to see the system. Um, I also hear we are giving a CAPS transition support payment uh, to providers. What are those and when can providers expect them, Kay? Yeah, sure. Um, Because the Maximus provider billing application system was shut down to providers and we switched over to Georgia CAPS on November 15th, um, there will be a delay in processing payments for the service weeks of November 6th, November 13th, and November 20th. So providers will not receive their first regular CAPS payment through the new Georgia CAPS system until sometime between November 30th and December 2nd. Um, So to bridge the gap caused by the delayed payments, DECAL is going to issue providers a one-time supplemental payment the week of November 13th. So this payment is based on an average of recent weekly payment amounts, and it is totally separate from the provider's regular CAPS payments. Um, The amount of this payment will not be offset in future payments. It doesn't have to be repaid. We've had, you know, providers ask us, will they have to repay? No, you will not have to repay. It is an extra payment we are making to the provider to help them meet their financial obligations during the gap in CAPS payments. Kind of anticipating getting ahead of the game here. I think that's great. Uh, Kate, what additional support can providers expect through this new provider relations division? So, All of our teams and provider relations are there to support our providers, but we have two teams specifically dedicated um, to support for the provider. So one of those teams is our provider support team, and they will receive all the calls from providers. They will take the initial calls. Um, They will receive the emails or any inquiries submitted through the Georgia CAP system. And if this team can't assist the provider, they will connect the provider with the resources who can. 
Additionally, our other team that's solely dedicated to supporting the provider is our education and outreach team. And they will be there to develop training, provide training to providers, create resource materials, and also provide any technical assistance to providers. Well, obviously, we are hoping and planning for a smooth transition. uh, But when you do something of this magnitude, you uh, never know. Should we anticipate bumps in the road? Well, as you said, this is a huge undertaking. And with anything this large, there's bound to be some things that weren't anticipated. Um, But we, in addition to the support that we already mentioned, we're going to have some additional support uh, for several weeks after go live to help us quickly resolve any unintended issues that might arise. And so we would just, you know, ask the providers to uh, help support us and be patient as we kick this thing off. But we will have the support there to quickly resolve issues. Sounds like you guys have really thought this out and planned on, uh, especially with the the special payments. Um, that's a great idea. How does the uh, Georgia CAPS implementation impact CAPS scholarships and the application process for families who need this support? And then do parents continue to use Georgia Gateway to apply for CAPS, Alicia? Yes, right. Georgia CAPS is the new system that is specific for providers, but for parents and families, they should continue to use Georgia Gateway um, as it relates to their scholarships um, and application process. So really no change for families. They still need to make sure they go through Georgia Gateway for that. Um, That is correct. Perfect, because there could always be confusion. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So who should providers contact with any questions or concerns about this transition? Currently, providers can use the contact us form on the CAPS website, or they can contact us by email at capsprovidersupport at decal.ga.gov. Then in future stay in the Georgia CAPS system, providers will be able to submit a ticket, and then all of the provider inquiries will be tracked in Georgia CAPS. All right. Very good. Big changes ahead starting November the 15th. So uh, providers, we hope uh, we know that the CAPS team has been communicating with you and uh, hopefully you're anticipating uh, some good days ahead as we make this transition. These folks have an impact. I think you heard earlier on more than 70,000 CAPS children. So that's uh, pretty amazing. Kay and Alicia, thanks for being with us. Good luck with the uh, project. We hope everything goes smoothly. Thank you. Thank you. We do too. Now, what are your questions for Commissioner Jacobs? Let's go to the water cooler. Hi, I'm Ito Blackman and I work in the CAPS division here in Atlanta. My question for Commissioner Jacobs is, what is the best advice you ever received? Well, uh, Iko, thank you so much for the question. Um, you know, I, as I think back, I'm sure I've received lots of advice uh, from lots of different people, personally and professionally. Uh, my dear old dad, uh, was his advice was very simple. It was always just be nice to each other. I mean, literally, it was just mm. be kind. If you see someone, say hello. If you see someone, ask how they're doing. You know, you never know who's having a great day, who's having a bad day, but you can always be kind and nice and at least say hi and be pleasant. Um, and I try to do that at DECAL, especially in our building, since we have so many employees that some of them I don't know. So um, I try to say hey to everyone. And I'm sure if they don't work for us, they're like, why are you saying hey to me? <laughs> but yeah. Oh, that happens. That? Yeah. I, we were in the elevator one day and coming up and there was a lady there and she pushed eight, which is one of our floors, but it's yeah. a shared floor. Yeah. 
uh, with another agency. And I said, uh, so how are things going, uh, you know, up in IT? And she said, I, I don't work in IT. And I said, <laughs> uh, well, well, how are things? Uh, are you in training, uh, training upstairs? Because a lot of our training rooms are there. Uh, no. And uh, after a little awkward silence, uh, I said, so what do you do? She goes, I, I work for the other agency. <laughs> <laughs> so she was staring at me like, and I went, okay, no more hellos in the elevator. <laughs> See, you but can't ask that specific of a question. I think your dad's advice though was ahead of its time because yeah. boy, if there's something we need, be kind to each other. Absolutely. And it's so simple, but it's true. Yeah. How about a chance at winning a nice prize in the decal download quiz? You've heard the podcast. Now a question about what you heard and you could win a prize from Callaway Resort and Gardens. Chick-fil-A, College Football Hall of Fame, Dollywood, Fun Spot America, Georgia Aquarium, Georgia Lottery, Georgia Public Broadcasting, Lakeshore Learning Materials, McDonald's, The School Box, and Wild Adventures Theme Park. Here's the question from today's podcast. How many child care programs participate in the Georgia CAPS program? How many child care programs participate in the Georgia CAPS program? program. Send your response to decal download at decal.ga.gov. We'll draw one name out of all the correct answers and you'll be a winner. Thanks for playing and good luck. Thanks for listening to the decal download podcast. The Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning improves outcomes for children and families by strengthening early learning experiences and partnership with early education programs, professionals, stakeholders, families, and communities. Their vision is that every child in Georgia will have equal access to high-quality early care and education. For more information, visit their website at decal.ga.gov. Join the conversation at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs. Thank you.